You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has closed its doors for another day, so it's time for the five o'clock shadow. And as it's a Wednesday, I'm speaking to Skulklo, Portfolio Manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. I'm looking at the resources index. That's the first thing, general topic to start with. And it's had another horrible day, and it's probably at its lowest level for, gosh, probably a couple of years. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's a shocker, uh, but expected. I mean, we always knew that this 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 could have not this this type of days will come, and when I say this type of days, um, it's it's where the the U.S. economy don't provide the expected growth, um, which, which we've sort of come to being in a custom you know, over the past few years. We we always knew that it had to stop. And um, and I want to call this this a top on 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 the growth cycle, yes. but we've seen Japan and England or the UK go into a technical recession this 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 month, and I don't I don't think the US is going to be too far behind. Now, again, I mean I need to reiterate myself. This is this is a this is a you know a miss, but still not bad. I mean when you look at the the the, the economic growth or the the quarterly quarter-on-quarter quarter growth, expected uh, 3.3%, previous 4.9%, came out 3.2%. So slight miss, but that slight miss has got the market jittery. And when I say jittery, I say it's really, really nervous. I mean, we're seeing sharp sell-off in, in, in resources again. Mm. Um, we're seeing the U.S. market not looking too 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 healthy tonight. I mean, um, oh come on, it's Skalk. Your... It's, it, it was fifty one thirty or something the other day. It's only five thousand yeah, yeah, and seventy. Yeah. I'm talking about the S and P. You can't. I mean, it's just a two no. day pullback. Surely, uh, but, but but you're right. But I mean, are we talking about a, a pullback in a market or pullback in shares? Because I mean, how fascinating is, is the U.S. market? I mean, I, I saw really a, a tweet. I can't I can't recall where I saw it because I don't have all the stats in front of me now, but I, I saw a, a graph which was um, provided by Deutsche that I know a Deutsche graph where they look at uh, your top five stocks, yeah. uh, the weight within the S and P five hundred, um, and you know well needless to say your, your current top five which all is, is uh, you know within that magnificent seven currently carrying a weight of over twenty five percent. The S&P 500, five stocks. That's that's one percent of the whole S&P 500 is carrying a 25 percent weight, which is the highest levels that we've seen in, in pretty much 50 years. I mean, even even in, in, in the dot com era, I mean, your top five made up 18 percent, um, and and we all remember what happened there. You know, 18 percent, um, the the the. Uh, compounded growth, expected compounded growth was was around about the 16% levels back then. Came out at 8% and all hell broke loose. Today it's known as the, 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 the dot, dot com correction. We haven't got time to discuss these mm. these matters at the moment, but next time maybe we will because people say, well, it's different this time. No, it's Lindsay, it's different this time because these are real businesses. <laughs> Nvidia is a real business. Microsoft is a real business and so on. They're not dot com fantasies which have, have got a couple of computers and have set up a website. This is the real deal. Now, in a sense, I say yes, but also I look at the graphs, the comparison between the NASDAQ in 2000 and the S&P today, and I think there are some similarities there. And we, we mustn't be too complacent. You've got to have some trailing stops or some put options tucked away somewhere. Yeah. 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 I mean, Lindsay, I mean, 
I agree. Every time is different. I mean, and I, I wrote my article um, uh, yesterday or report, a monthly report, which um, uh, I think, yes, it'll be published in, in News 24. Yeah. Oh, might already be published. But, you know, where, where you're right. Every time people say, well, this time might be different. It's a different story. But you can't compare the tech with the tech in 2000. You, you can't c compare a, a tech bubble with a housing bubble. Come on. I mean, a bottom line a bubble. is a bubble is a bubble. A bubble is go. a bubble. And and that's that's where we're at. We're sitting with companies like NVIDIA, who's trading at forward PEs of 35 times. Now, I, I and this is forward, forward PEs. And and people tell me, but remember, these guys are making a lot of money. They, they're actually overcharging for, for, for these chips, but they can do it because there's such a high demand. And, um, well, even if they don't, you know, get, you know, your 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 six dollars per 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 chip. You you need to go back. They they manufacture that for sixteen dollars. Yes, I know. <laughs> but look what happened a year ago. A year ago, a little bit more than a year ago, your platinum prices were trading at what dollars one thousand two hundred, one thousand three hundred dollars, um, and and suddenly the underlying prices fell away, the demand fell away, and companies like Northern, companies like Sabania came out over the past two weeks and said, well. That's a drop of 90% in our earnings. Now try and justify a forward PE of 35 times. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I really don't want to sound like a Rupert de Beer because I, I do think there's a massive amount of opportunities in the markets. But like you said, I mean, really? Is this time really going to be different? Mm. I don't think so. So, but you know what? The big problem to me, I mean, and listen, I'm not don't want to make it a massive long conversation because you said we're going to have the conversation on, on another yes. another podcast. But let's ex, let, let's extend that. We, we just said top five, you know, is making up the twenty five percent of the index. Let's extend that and say the top seven shares, and that's also a fact, over thirty percent. Over 30% weight of the S&P 500 is made up of the Magnificent Seven. If those seven companies decide now that that's it, we're now going into a sort of an ex-growth environment, we're not, we're not really we're not dropping off. They're not making losses. I'm not saying they're making losses. I'm just saying that that growth trajectory just suddenly tapers off and, and, and plateau. What do you think the S&P 500 will do if 30% of those companies suddenly say, well, you, you should be trading at a 35 times forward PE. You should be trading at maybe maximum at 20. It'll fall a 1,000 points. Uh, no, that's More. it. That's where I want to get to. Yeah. That's where I want to get to. But we're not there today. You're right. <laughs> we only we only have got a, a 30 basis points and a 50 basis points. So maybe... I'm over-exaggerated a little bit. But, yes, we, we do see a nervousness in the market and, and definitely nervousness towards um, any, let's call it economy-growth-related economy stocks, hence why we're seeing the resources dropping off. If the 502 stocks in the S&P 500 all had equal weightings, it would be more equitable, obviously, a fairer playing field, a flatter playing field. But uh, because these five or seven stocks have such influence, then funds have to go into them. So that that's a self-perpetuating trend of, of, of them getting bigger, even though their companies are great. The point is that fund managers, index trackers, have to have them and keep on having to have them in a disproportionate way to the other stocks, I think. 
Mm. And and then you, you 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 touched on that, and that's that's why I say why I'm extremely nervous is if you if you look at how big the the the, the, the passive market, the index tracking market has become. I mean, like I said, have those companies miss? Uh, and they need to to see massive re-ratings. This market will come off, and this market will come off in a bad, bad way. And when I say this market, I'm talking about the S&P 500. Okay, Skull, so I'll quickly read you a list. You might want to comment briefly as you have to go on mm. one or two of them. Cup, ARM, Cashbuild, ACI, Standard Bank, Woolies, and Harmony have all come up with either trading updates or results. Choose one, please. Harmony? Um, I'm going to go quick, quick, quick. Um, uh, Standard Bank looked pretty good. Nice, nice growth there. Market liked it. And uh, yeah, uh, share price didn't come off as badly. I mean, square day on a day like today, I would take that as a win. So that was good. I'm going to talk about my my favorite last. Mm -hmm. Um, African Rainbow Minerals trading update. Again, not a a, a surprise. I've just mentioned the likes of Northern and and, um, uh, Sabanya who came off you know, 80%, 90% in terms of the headline earnings per share. Uh, African Rainbow Minerals, they came out today with a trading statement saying that they, their headline earnings per share is going to decrease between anything between 40 and 50%. doesn't matter if it was trading at low multiples or for low forward multiples. Today, it's just trading much, much cheaper. Um, when I look at um, Harmony, not bad. Mm. Not, not bad And a dividend. All. Good dividend. Yes, yes. I mean, that's, that's I mean, we've, we've, we've talked about it. I mean, I mean, look at the net cash position. Um, how, I mean, this is, this is sort of uncalled for, for gold, gold mines. Gold mines, you know, historically, you know, haven't been paying dividends. They, they, they sort of not really great cash generators. Now, suddenly, they are. I mean, gold price is still, still remaining very stable. You've said it week in, week out. It feels to you like the gold price is sort of making a, 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 a bit of a base bull. Building a nice, nice base, yeah. just ready for takeoff. But I mean, as, as mentioned, resources did come off today. Well, did that without Harmony. Oh, sorry, Harmony in the close, literally in the death, went negative, slightly negative, but oh. trading was positive most of the day. Yeah. My favorite by a country mile is uh, my my little little uh, ASCI or bang bangs like like we've often yes. you know, you know, talked about we're not going to go back into that that's what we call it on the JSE floor because they do um explosives, uh, explosives too yeah and that's that's done pretty pretty well i mean when you look at their revenue i mean the the, uh, the company brought out a trading statement on the 26th of february which is uh, two days ago and and did mention that the the headline earnings are going to be lower it's going to be lower in, in the region of 77 to 16%. We we called the midpoint um, uh, a, a headline earnings per share of, of 11 Rand 37. Uh, came out bang in the mid, mid range, 11 37. But when you go through this, you, you realize, I mean, in all of the cases, mining revenue up 8.4%. Chemicals, that was down for 4.3%. But then again, you go to the, the Algri side, Algri is up. Eight percent. So, in general, the, the the revenue was looking good, and they mention it. I mean, the the, the higher let's call it cost cost in terms of higher interest rates, higher cost of uh, exports, uh, uh, the the load shedding, all those things were mentioned, and and. That if you if you sort of strip that out and say well we're the sort of the end of the the, the high interest rate cycle, 
some of these costs will be contained and, and be, be lowering. While they've been doing this, they've been increasing the revenue. Market really looked at this and said, well, this is actually looking looking very good. I agree with the market. Share price up 2% for today. So, yeah, we'll take that as a, as a massive win. And I'm not even going to talk about Willis. I've been been so so hard on willies and for good reason and today they just came out you know we, we've, we've chatted about the trading update the, the the actual results just looked a lot worse share price down you know 5.3 percent for today so let's just okay. let's just move on let's okay move yeah on. Let, let's move on i'm going to do the numbers after you've gone because i know you've got a meeting to run to uh, so give us the closing jsc indices and then you're you're free <laughs> okay, so JSC today closed at 72,205 points. That was down 1.3%. Ouch. And as you mentioned, it, the resource is just way worse, 2.1% down for today, with uh, industrials also following general suit 1.33% down. Uh, financials down 90 basis points, and SA property down 48 basis points. When we look at the, the uh, value traded for today, very, very slow down. I, I presume that we might see still see some some late trades and some updates, but at this time, which is uh, just uh, let's call it ten past five, we we're looking at a daily value tra- t- t- turnover of just over ten. Let's call it 11, 11 billion rand. I presume there's going to be a little bit more, but again, if you look at uh, the, the previous trading days, all three pra- trading uh, three trading days were in the thirteen billion kind of value trade in a region. And you asked me last week. I looked at it. I created a bit of havoc because a lot of people jumped on me and say, "Well, you're not. Um, are you? Are you now become negative on the JSC? No, I, I'm not. I think still think the JSC's got a lot of value. But when you look at the average value trade, let's use the the 12 month average average value trade daily trade. We are at the lowest, and this is in USD terms. Yes. Um, somebody, somebody asked me to please, please just publish it in in, uh, in uh, pounds as well. No, okay. no, no, you can't do it in rand because remember, like like I always explain. I mean, uh, in 2016, uh, well, let's call it January 2016, Richmond was trading at a thousand bucks. Today, it's trading at three thousand bucks. Is it fair for the value trade to 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 be in rand, or should it be in the, in the in the developed currency? It, it's primary listing is trading, mm. so if you do, uh, it doesn't matter. You can take um, you can take dollars, you can take uh, uh, pounds, or any developed country uh, currency. We are now at the lowest average daily trades uh, for the past ten years, and I would say I would go as far as most probably saying <laughs> ever. But yeah, for the past ten years, we haven't seen lower daily trades. So you were calling that spot on, Lindsay. We'll, go, is, we'll, we'll, um, do, we'll talk about that a little bit more next week as well and also the mm. performance of the JSE Limited's share. Scalp, thanks very much for your analysis. Uh, Scalp Lowe is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth, Old Oak Division in Cape Town. Skulk will speak to you next week. Meanwhile, on the markets, I've got the dollar end at 19.24. I've got the... British pound against the rand at 24.34. The euro rand is 20.83 and the euro dollar is 108.30. Now that Scalp's gone, by the way, I can tell you that he said, Lindsay, you've got to call me at five o'clock because I've only got five minutes because I've got a meeting with my partners. And there he is yakking away at quarter past five. (laughs) So anyway, right, the commodities now. Let's go to gold, which is 2032, which has barely changed on the day. Palladium is down $4 to $9.35 an ounce. Platinum, $8.84, out another $9 a weaker. And if we look at the other commodities, 
I'll give you the oil price first, as always. Brent crude oil is $84.13 per barrel, up 0.6%. West Texas crude is $79.45, which is up three quarters of a percent. Natural gas prices have rallied you know, quite smartly, nearly 3% higher, at $1.86 per BTU. And other important markets, S&P 500 futures, Skulk and I spoke at the beginning of the interview about those. 5,075 at the moment. It's a 0.3% fall. So that'll be two days down in a row for the S&P and the first time it's done that for a while. US 10-year bond, 4.30%. And the South African 10-year bond also suffering. Actually, no, it's rallied by yeah, a smidgen. A 10.19% there. Bitcoin has been a huge, huge story. I mean, come on now. It's nearly 61,000. It's approaching record highs. It's up another near 7%. In fact, it's now 61,178, 7.3% higher. Goodness me, if only I understood it. I, I could really comment it on, on it intelligently. Anyway, that was the five o'clock shadow. Five o'clock shadow will be back next week with Skunk Low. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.